You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I am your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. How you doing tonight, brother? Yo, dude, I'm good, man. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, it's good to be with you guys tonight talking about New World. Uh, yeah. Some quick housekeeping notes, y'all. Uh, if you haven't subbed Ooh, to our YouTube... Texas, y'all. Hey, man. Okay. Hey, man. Am I rubbing uh, off on you? No, our, uh, Southern Missouri, oh. we still are considered to you be... You still use that? Hicks, rednecks, yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. For do you sure. say ain't? Uh, I try not to. I yeah, try not to. A lot of people to. here do, but I, I don't. That's not in my vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think our parents try to raise us to speak well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Public school. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm a I'm a product of public school. You know, I can't like, you know, I, I can barely yeah. speak sometimes. I don't, I don't know if it's their <laughs> fault necessarily, but uh, it could be partially my fault as well. And my uh, uh, the amount of assertiveness I've showed in school <laughs> that's all is that a word <laughs> yeah yes. there we go dude yes. point proven is, is, is actually yeah. a word yeah. oh well, well how right. about that thank you <laughs> nailed it bro i did i did um not really because i had no idea that i had nailed it so uh <laughs> yeah so real quick guys go sub to our youtube channel guys we just hit the big five zero zero sub count me and Bordy started that channel six months ago I mean, we started so. pumping Come out on. videos six months ago. Uh, we had, we had, it had been a home for our VODs for a while before that, but we just started putting out five videos a week. I mean, uh, I don't know, what, three or four months ago? I lose track of time, honestly. I do too, man. It goes by too fast. I don't Anyways, know either, but yes, thank you for thank everybody you for who's subbed over there. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's a huge milestone, man. Um, it is you know, us. might not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but it is to it is to us yeah. uh, because we've worked very hard to obtain that 500. So thank you guys. It's awesome. Yeah, we really appreciate your guys' support over there on the YouTube channel. Obviously, the home of New World to Go. So, uh, guys, we uh, just wanted to say thank you. Uh, you guys are getting it first. Our our dedicated podcast audience. Uh, you guys have been with us, I think the longest because I mean, new world to go. This is the 60th episode, dude. Uh, yeah, the first like 40 episodes weren't even on YouTube. They were, uh, they, they were, were on just my strictly, channel uh, podcast. Yeah. The, oh, that's right. They were. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah yeah. 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 So I need to bring them all over here eventually. I don't know what that does to the algorithm, but that's probably either no here idea. nor there. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for that, uh, for the support on YouTube. If you haven't subbed over there, please do. We would appreciate it. Also, uh, Apple, iTunes, leave us a five-star rating. It really helps us out as far as where we set in the directory and people's ability to gain uh, you know, uh, access or attention on the podcast. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, we appreciate that as well. And New World fans, guys, we're Continuing to push forward, uh, we just put up a new article today over there, or news article uh, with all the questing changes. So go check that out. And uh, guys, we just appreciate uh, all the support you guys have been showing us during this delayed period. And we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again uh, from the bottom of our hearts. So, Bordy, last episode, we plugged or we promised that we would go over the weapon changes in the patch notes from March. And uh, we're going to kind of do that right now because <laughs> after reading through uh, what is like two thirds or wait, two times more of the information than we covered on the last uh, 
episode, which was like an hour and something long, uh, we decided, or I, I'll take the blame, decided not to go over all them in, in their entirety. Uh, we're going to hit the high notes here. We're going to, obviously, a lot of you played the preview event, so we're going to uh, kind of address all the changes uh, that they made that that is significant from the preview event and that meta that occurred that everybody hated. Uh, so we're going to go yeah. through that. Uh, and then, obviously, the rest of the patch notes, we have a link to them up on New World Fans. You can go check those out. We will probably break down each independent uh, weapon and the changes they made, maybe what we think about the state of the weapon, uh, potentially uh, as we get closer to launch or, you know, in the coming weeks, uh, we might do an individual each weapon on, on the YouTube channel. Uh, but but for the podcast, we're glancing uh, over the changes, Bordy. Uh, so first and foremost, I thought this was really uh, one of the most interesting changes that they made to weapons. They're changing the mastery points in each tree. Now, this is significant because it, it forces the player to not only make more choices as far as passives and, and the adaptations of each skill, uh, but it, it doesn't allow players, uh, you know, or, or I guess does allow players to uh, work down only one of the trees and potentially, you know, a few skills in the other tree, or you can just spend all of your skills in one of the trees. Yeah, I think this was actually a pretty good change because before there were there was like 32 choices, I think. So that was like 16 per per tree. Now there's 38, which makes that 19 per tree. So you have three additional. So you would have to you have to spec. Yeah, you're right. Almost all of your points into one side of the tree or the other or or mix and match. It makes it a little bit harder um, to to have a. Uh, it makes it a little bit harder to get the best of both sides, right? Because there's a skill on either side that you may want, but you may want to go deeper into this tree. It's it's a good change, man. I think it needed to happen, um, adding a, additional passives. So to make it clear, I don't think they added additional active abilities to the trees. There's still only going to be three per side of the tree, but right. they added like depth to those abilities to add passives to those abilities and added additional passives. Uh, just the, the, the little, so if you remember from the preview event, there was like passives you could get along with the active. And then there were little circle passives within the tree too, that just kind of, uh, were just like a general passive that you got. So those, they added more of those too, to each, to each side of the tree. So, I think it's good, man. I think it's really good that they did that. Yeah, I agree. And, and I would even potentially like to see them push forward into that, add more, uh, you know, passives and maybe even an extra active in each tree uh, just to broaden the, uh, you know, the options that players have as they're building around these weapons. Because in a game like New World, there aren't classes, there aren't class abilities, there aren't, you know... Uh, there's only weapons, so you know what I mean. Uh, a lot of your build is based on the the weapon that you're ch that you're choosing. So I'd like to have a lot more as far as choices go, or player build choices go, uh, choices within the weapon choice. You know, and I think that's yeah. one of the things they can definitely improve on. But it does show, obviously, this change shows that they're aware of that 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 does need to take place. So it's it's good, uh, definitely a very good change uh, for the weapon system. So uh, the yeah. next change here. Weapons are more individualized with stat changes and reworks of skill trees. Now, uh, this is what we're hinting at as far as uh, not going over them in detail. Uh, but, Bordy, they did make some massive sweeping changes to the weapons as far as what we knew them to be in the preview event. 
<laughs> they did, man. Whenever I started reading through this, it was like, wow, the, some of these are 100% reworked from what they were before. They're not even the same. There's no ability the same in some of these things, which is crazy. And then some of them are just reworked to change some of those abilities up. It's They did a lot. <laughs> They did a lot to every tree. It's it's pretty wild. Completely different uh, from the preview to now. I, I can imagine all these weapons play different. Some of the weapons that people were using in the preview that they really liked, they may not like anymore, um, uh, and, and vice versa. Some of the weapons that they didn't like, they may love because they're completely changed. Yes, uh, definitely. I just realized that the, the character in your background looks like he's going to chop your head off with a great axe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I, did not I didn't listen to your response. I All I can that. think about is that guy cutting your head off. I don't know why. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate the morbid thought, dude. Are you going to come like save me? Were you thinking about jumping in and, and no, man? And you need you need to dodge roll, dude. That's the key. You know, he's got you. you know, he's going to back. Yeah, you got to you got to jump in that, and like uh, save me. You got to you got to block it. No nah, man, you're a terrible, you're We're, a terrible, you're a terrible partner. You're a terrible PVP partner, dude. I you, mean, the t I don't know if they've invented teleportation yet, Bordy, but we live very far away. I think you're gonna die before I get there. You need to dodge roll, brother. Man, yeah. Yep. I got it. Too. Yeah. Don't worry. You, you're good. All right. So here are the brief. Here's the brief overview uh, of the changes that we wanted to kind of brush over and kind of, uh, you know, uh, make a point of. Uh, so the first and foremost here, and this was, I think, the biggest complaint about New World, potentially of the entire preview event, the Life Staff no longer has the Speed of Light tree or the Blink ability that allows players to traverse long periods of time. It's basically the mount in the game. It was like a, you had to have the Life Staff on your back bar or you weren't doing it right. And uh, you know uh, the we're gonna miss the the whoa or whatever the character said obviously uh, but dude I'm so happy <laughs> that that ability is yeah. gone. Yeah, they they didn't just nerf it; they completely removed it. I think before they had yeah. tinkered around with nerfing it some. You know, they reduced the the length of it in a previous patch that they put out, and then finally they just said, "Forget it. We're just reworking the entire life staff tree, and we're removing that ability altogether." So I would imagine they had a hard time balancing it, and it was really broken, dude. Like it, everybody can agree, it was really broken. It was the only thing you ran the life staff for, really. You didn't even run it to heal; you ran it to dash, right. and without any other form of fast travel or anything to count that in the game because there wasn't anything you could just dash away and get away so easily or gap close someone and kill them easily it just there was nothing else in the game that that could even hold a candle to that ability and i'm i'm glad they removed it man i'm glad they went this route versus just nerfing it more and leaving it in the game because now i think you know looking at the life staff tree it looks better to me. I, I like it a little bit better. It's it's basically all support now. There's really not a lot of damage that goes in there, which, in my opinion, it should be. It's a, it's a healing. It's a healer. It's a it's a healing staff, um, and and no dash, dude. It's, it's awesome. Like I'm all for that, dude. I, I really like that that thing is gone. Well, I think the the trouble you run into uh, with a game like New World, since there's no mounts or any thing like that, is if if you don't have an ability that allows players to you know, move or traverse the land in a, you know, or create a gap or gap close on every weapon, then you're going to have players choosing a weapon, not based off of the abilities that's on the weapon, not based off of what they're building or what staff they're building around, but strictly for the utility of being able to move around the map faster. 
Uh, so, you know, it had to be removed or else you're literally, I mean, they did technically rework all of the weapon skill trees, but you would have had to add some sort of leap or blink or dodge ability on every weapon. Uh, so I'm just glad to see that they took the path, you know, <laughs> made the path of least resistance and took out the one crazy mobility thing in the game. Yes, absolutely. All right. So here's the next one. This was another big complaint about the meta in the preview event. Berserk no longer makes you immune to damage. Um, and again, very overpowered ability and, and effect, and it's no longer in the game. Yeah, which I think is a fine change as well because the 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 hatchet was just it was a, the preview event, you know, it was another one of those things that everybody complained about. Basically, you had everyone running around with a hatchet on the front bar and a and a life staff on the back bar. And they would just dash to you or dash away from you and then just beat you to death with a hatchet and that was that was the meta. That's what people were doing. Uh it worked and and then people would just pop berserk and and it, it was too it was a little too much, man. Uh so I'm okay with them removing that as well because I don't think that, that was something that was ever going to be incredibly balanced i think i think having an ability that makes you completely immune to all damage for any length of time is is a little much uh in, in my opinion especially in pvp so i'm 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 glad they removed it man yeah it was just a broken effect i mean you know they take a they took a lot of the things that made the hatchet strong out of the game like the stun locking and the stagger effect that you were getting with light attacks those aren't in the game anymore uh, but this was definitely a, a big offender uh popping berserk you know before you engage or maybe you know waiting until you're losing a fight then you pop berserk and now you're invincible so you can catch up and win like it was just too strong of a mechanic and that is not in the game anymore uh this was like it is not it is not the biggest troll ability probably in new world is no longer there and that's smoke shot smoke shot was removed from the bow i know a lot of people shot you know people uh, dueling or like you know you, you shoot people in a fight with a mob you know, make everything uh, crazy and, and hard to see. And, and that is no longer in the game. Uh, I think that disappointed some people, but, but, uh, uh, there's the change. dude. Well, uh, well, I, I, th I think this is a good change because the smoke shot in all honesty, wasn't really used for a lot. I, I mean, let's, let's be real here in PVP, you know, it, it was cool. It like blocked your, it hindered your visibility, but that's the only time you would use it. And now that they moved more into like this Holy Trinity area, and then you have, uh, you know, people wanting to go run dungeons together and they're, and it's PVE focused as well. Uh, I think it's fine to you to remove that because <laughs> dude, what are you going to use that? It was four in PVE. You know what I mean? Like it's a useless ability that you're not that you're not going to use. You're going to have to respect every time you go run a dungeon. So Unless it they, looks like they, huh? I was just going to say one of the interesting things that could have been used for now that there's like an aggro system is to drop aggro. You know what I mean? You could pop that oh, smoke shot yeah. and and drop the aggro Ooh, yeah. from the potentially. But uh, that would have been cool. They didn't see that uh, to be a. Uh, useful. I know. I didn't think about it. that. Would have been actually a dope uh, uh, use of that ability for sure. It was cool. I did use it a few times in some PvP situations. It created a big, thick, dense cloud of smoke. But I don't know, man. Ultimately, it just it wasn't great, really. I think there could have been other uses. I think the Diagro thing would have been awesome. But they did. They did add. It says the poison shot here, which I would assume it replaces that because it says poison shot creates a cloud of poison where the, where the arrow lands. So now you have like this AOE. Uh, poison ability now on the bow, which makes a little bit more sense to me. It's a little yeah. bit more useful, I think, or should be in both situations, PvP and PvE, versus uh, the cloud, which was only useful in PvP. Uh, so, you know, I 
I think it's fine that they removed it. It would have been cool if they would have been a little bit more creative with it. Like you said, that's a fantastic idea, dude. You know, I don't give you props on many things, but I like that idea. Removing yeah. aggro with the that's pretty that's pretty smart, dude. Look at that, man. Hey. Well, I mean, it's basically I think an ability in every MMO <laughs> with that with some what, sort of rogue ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean like a shadow of cloak, cloak of shadows, something like that to drop aggro or to to go invisible or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, but it would be cool, a cool mechanic. I, I don't really like invisibility in games. I think it can be a really bad mechanic a lot of the times, but something like this that only, you know, you have to aim and shoot and, and you only get a brief moment of, uh, you know. Yeah, but you're not really invisible and people can still hit you in well, the smoke. Well, decreased mobility, so like yeah, to- yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like I think that's cool. I've never seen like uh, anything like that where there's a cloud of smoke and it and it reduces aggro and you can run away from the mobs. Uh, puts a barrier between you and them. Didn't it That'd make be it cool. like hard to target or like you know you couldn't? They don't get to see your nameplate or something like that. I, I, it had some. Yeah, you couldn't see the nameplate. It was very thick. I mean, you run into yeah. the smoke, dude. You can't see anything. If you're in that yeah. smoke, dude, you you're completely uh, surrounded by smoke. It, so it was very thick. You couldn't see anything. Couldn't see nameplates uh, at all. I don't know what the rest of the the tree was like i can't remember but it was the ability itself it was neat like it was cool and it, and it was used in pvp but that was it yeah yeah um but yeah i mean obviously they like you said there's they added some cool abilities so it's, it's gonna be hard to miss that when they changed it out for like poison shot and things that you would you know obviously think more uh along the lines of like a ranger or you know some sort of uh, uh yeah bow ability so uh, and the other range weapon, musket, <clears throat> obviously it had a massive rework. It was one of like the the weakest skill trees in the game, uh, in my opinion. And uh, they made a bunch of changes to this. The first one, which you know, a lot of my YouTube viewers who downvoted my video will be happy to know. Musket reloads, <laughs> musket reload cannot be canceled anymore, uh, and now has been sped up. Uh, so now the reload time is quicker. Uh, Bordy musket, I think suffered from, from being so niche, you know, only having like, uh, like one or two uses in the game that, it, that no one was using it. So it's, it's good to see these reworks. Hopefully this changes, uh, the way, um, <clears throat> people see muskets and the builds around muskets. Now it's tied to intellect as well. Not only just the dexterity. So we'll see, man. Uh, we'll see if these changes, but this is a big one. Uh, the reload time is faster now. Yeah, which is really, really good because the musket was it wasn't very viable out in open world PvP. If we're being real honest, it was it was probably you know decent in sieges. Unless you, you were exploiting the ramparts it, and, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, unless Basically. you were pulling a, re- a red bird and, and exploiting the the reload ability, which hey, yo, dude, I you know, hey, whatever, you know, I do, was what you, do what you do. Canceling, okay, listen, <laughs> it's fine, everybody. <laughs> There's in a lot of video games. <laughs> uh, you may not like it, but, uh, you know, it's okay. It was there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like, and, and for the record, I don't like games that you need to, like, manipulate the actual mechanics and abilities in the game, like, in that manner, like, macroing or, you know, like, ca- animation canceling. I don't like those added things, like, to make yourself, like, you know, when you're min-maxing, making yourself viable or as a you know player, I don't like those mechanics. I, I do enjoy like for the game just to be like at what it is at face value, and you know and and rely on skill versus you know how how well, yeah. how fast you can click your two mouse buttons and and uh, succession or whatever. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. So the the next musket change here is it no longer has a, a melee, which was like you know you basically your character would hit. 
you know, the enemy with a, the butt of your gun if they were in uh, melee range. Now it's a, a, a hip fire shot always, Morty. That's kind of interesting to me, man. I don't know if I like that change or not. It says it's it's to prevent it from interfering with hip firing or reloading, but I, I don't know, man. What do you you use the musket a lot more than I have? So did you use the melee attack with the musket, or would you I rather mean, hip fire with that thing? Uh, I mean, a lot of the time, I and mean, this is probably a bad example. A lot of the times, I'd use the life staff to blink out out of uh, range again <laughs> and just uh, get away from them and then keep shooting. But the thing <laughs> is, is you know, interesting. Oh like, okay, so like, you don't want to use the uh, a musket. The most like obviously you would think would be the longest range weapon in the game. You wouldn't really ideally want to use that in melee form. If they've gotten up on you, hopefully you have some uh, weapon on your back bar. Switch your back bar. Yeah, yeah, that deals with them more effectively. Uh, but the hip fire, I don't know, man. It, it, that was always awkward. Like the reload took so long. Like if anything happened during that reload, you're basically screwed. You know, you're going to have to go through that entire process again of trying to reload your, your musket. And it is very cumbersome. And again, made the weapon not very good at all. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to feel about this change. I, I'm going to have to see it, uh, applied, I think, uh, in action before I can, uh, yeah, um, I didn't use the musket a whole lot, so I don't really know about the melee and how that felt whenever somebody got within range, but I like the idea of whenever somebody runs up in your face that you can at least hit them with the musket and then have a chance to swap to your back bar to, yeah. to, to fight them. Um, I, I, I kind of like the idea of being able to do that. And it's almost like if somebody gets in melee range, you should be able to, to hit them and, and maybe not stagger them, but I don't know, do, do something. Uh, I, I guess hip firing is fine too because you can do some damage to them. I don't know. I just I like the idea of being able to hit someone with a musket, but I, in practice, I don't know if it's good. You know, I don't know if it's good or not because I didn't use it a lot. Yeah, and it I sounds like it was terrible before. You know, uh, the, the 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 weapon also has abilities like traps and sticky bombs uh, that hopefully, like if someone does get in melee range, you can use those to like detour them from attacking you, right? So, you know, maybe that that is the answer to, you know, instead yeah. of trying to auto attack them, maybe you should use your trap or something to, to slow them down to make sure they don't, you know, you're able to get out of the uh, range of their uh, melee attacks quicker. Yeah, so it's probably not a big deal all the way around. I mean, I, I think it's it's fine, probably. Uh, I just I don't have enough experience with the musket to really speak on it too much. But yeah, it's I interesting would, they removed I would it. say generally, uh, there, the, you know, I would have liked to see more changes to the musket, uh, uh, you know, just as a whole. But uh, we will we will see, man. We'll we'll see how uh, these changes work out and if this is more still of a niche weapon uh, versus something you're going to run around with. Speaking of yeah. uh, meta weapons, dude, the fire staff has had massive change or, you know, massive changes and reworked, renamed both skill trees, tons of, uh, you know, um, ability changes and, and the way these abilities work, the passives, the, the adaptations of these skills, dude, the, the fire staff is looking pretty strong, man. Just, uh, at face value, looking at these patch notes, it, it looks crazy. It looks, yeah, it does. It looks, <laughs> it looks a little nuts, man. It looks a little, a little bit nuts. I know there for a little while, uh, fire staff was pretty strong back in the day. I, you know, now it's, it, it looks very strong, uh, on paper. We'll have to see how this plays out, but there's some pretty interesting abilities in there. Do we want to dig down in some of those? You have any, you want to point out? Uh, I mean, go ahead. We'll tell you if you have some, I don't have an, so, so the one, the one of them, 
one of them that sticks out to me is is this this carterized wounds restores 30 percent of damage dealt by incinerate that seems incredibly strong i don't know how much damage incinerate does because it doesn't say on here but but restoring restoring uh damage dealt seems strong i don't think that was there before and then it also allows you to cast that ability twice which seems pretty strong um the the flamethrower seems like it's back in action now uh it seems pretty strong there's no there's no cooldown you can get all the way down to pyro dancer which i think i feel like that was there already wasn't that something that was in the game already what? in the preview event the, the flamethrower not having a cooldown uh i don't remember i, I never used that ability uh, no. I, I i didn't use the fire staff at all during the preview event actually there there's a there's just a few that look pretty strong here you know incinerate kind of jumps out it looks really strong and then uh, a couple of these passives look yeah, really the good passives too. are like, where the power is i think for sure bro heavy attacks no longer consume mana that's pr a pretty big deal i think heavy attacks restore five percent of max mana on hit there's a couple of other ones on here too your ability to gain uh extra 15 percent crit on hits if you haven't taken damage in the last three seconds deal 10 percent more damage while holding a fire staff, your critical damage is increased by 35%. Uh, and then some of the passives on some of these abilities are pretty strong, too. It just seems it seems really, really good. Uh, I, I'm going to be interested to see this in action. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's one of the more excited changes I... Uh, or the more changes that I'm excited about, dude. I'm ready to see some more intellect weapons to tie in with that fire staff as well. So hopefully we'll get to see those soon. Yeah, looks like it adds a lot of dot damage too. Uh, called burning, which, it which should, is crazy. And you know, fire. Yeah, it tends to. Light I agree. Fires. Huh. Yeah, I mean, or, yeah, I, I think that's fine. <laughs> I just, it's gonna. It just seems. It seems yeah, good. It seems uh, on paper. Good. Seems yeah. good. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, man. So that that about does it for the the over glance or the uh, overview of these weapon changes. If you want to look for the full ones again, we have them over at New World Fans posted. Uh, in the March patch notes um, over there. Uh, so check those out. Uh, also, uh, today on this episode, we are going to talk about uh, the updates to questing. Now, New World just put out something this week. They're on a roll, dude. They're 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 uh, posting like they've never posted before, Bordy. And uh, this is the second it's week of close, man. Second, yeah, dude. It really is, and I'm I'm hyped for it for sure. I'm here for it, dude. I want more information now, or you know, whenever you'll give it, uh, please. The uh, so the updates to the questing design here, Bordy, are very interesting to me. Um, you know, questing is a massive part of most MMOs, especially PVE driven ones. Um, you know, um, what we know, New World is kind of pushing for a more theme park or at least less survival oriented MMO. And uh, Bordy, they they made tons of changes here uh, on the quest, or at least announced tons of their uh, changes and vision for questing so let's go through these real quick here Bordy. uh okay. at the at the end of our uh 60th episode here uh so here we go dude uh one of the one of the biggest changes i think that they've made um uh in in questing so far uh obviously is the presence of questing because uh, you know I, during the preview event uh it was basically just spam uh faction missions until you level up you know, and, yeah. and uh, it was very uh, unpleasurable for a lot of people. Obviously, I, I you know, I, I do think they've said this publicly. They sped up leveling for the preview event uh, so that people could experience, you know, what the game has and, and give feedback on on what was in the game thus far. Uh, but but, dude, uh, you know, it was still painful, right? Even with the with the, the increased amount of XP gain, 
uh, spamming the same six quests over and over is not what ideal for a leveling experience in an MMO. Which I think that the questing wasn't addressed really early on because the game wasn't centered around quests before. It wasn't a theme park game before. This was a sandbox game back in the day that has now turned into a theme park game. And so now questing is going to have to be very important in this game for it to be successful because of the direction they've taken. Before... Before, questing really didn't matter because it was a it was a sandbox game. You ran around, you did whatever you wanted to do. I mean, take like Valheim, for example, or a lot of these other survival style games. There's no quests in there. They're completely sandbox. You go do what you want to do. They're heavily, a lot of them are heavily focused on PvP. Valheim, not so much, but there's other stuff to do in that game. And so that's kind of where New World was. But now that it's a full-on, uh, you know, basically a full-on theme park at this point, the questing has to hit, dude. It has to be good. And we have yet to see questing from them be really really good uh so it's very nice to see them uh, push this out the updates on quest design and i i personally i don't know how you feel about these posts that they push out i don't know how anybody feels about these but i like these whenever they put like their vision and talk about their four key pillars for certain things some of this may just be fluff i don't know but i really like the way they lay these out and they've done this before on other aspects of the game too and it seems like Whenever they lay these out, they really try to hit these like pillars that they that they lay out. So I, I really enjoy these these posts that they the vision and then the four pillars type of thing. I like them, man. It's, it's good to see that they're addressing the the issue. They know Quest has to has to be good now. Well, I think it, you know in general it shows a willingness to be accountable for what they want to do for you yeah. know what their goals are. It also I think paints a picture of you know what New World is going to be or what it's striving to be. So that way people know when you're coming in, you know, it's no longer, and, and I hate to break someone's bubble. I know there's at least a few people out there. It's not a open world sandbox PVP game anymore. Uh, and, you know, these visions uh, should, you know, clearly state that for everybody who's still thinking that it is. You know, uh, and I, I'm with you, dude. I love seeing this because it, it gives me hope. Uh, that, you know, and it, it acknowledges that they're, you know, still working on something that me and you both know is very important for the success of this game. Uh, having, uh, something to do all the way up to level 60 and not feeling like you're just dropped off in the middle of nowhere or you're stuck doing the same quest over and over again to level up is very, very important to this game. Short-term success for sure. Uh, because, yeah. you know, as people log in and pay their 40 bucks and, and get in the game, if, if they get to 20 or 30 or 40 and feel like there's nothing more for them to experience in the game or they don't even want to continue to play the game after that, uh, you know, amount of time, there's something definitely wrong. Uh, and, and, and dude, they know that. They, they are working hard at, at putting uh, these things in here. So let's go over these real quick, 40. These are the four key pillars of questing. In their mind, these are the four... Uh, things that they're going to kind of center their work around uh, inside of the questing bubble. So give players identity and purpose, immerse players in a turnum, provide consistent activities for players and highlight special moments and celebrate progression. So Bordy, the, you know, these are pretty standard, I think for a questing system again, uh, you know, adding lore and story into the game, keeping players, uh, you know, informed on why they're a turnum, who they're fighting, why they're fighting. Those are all key parts of, uh, of PVE content in an MMO. Yeah, I think the four pillars are spot on, man. Identity purpose, uh, immersion in the game, which is something that I think was lacking a little bit before. There was no, you didn't feel it, it really 
immersed, you know, and, and, and in a lot of like competitive games, open world sandbox PVP games, you really don't. You're in it for almost a competition. Uh, it's not really like an immersion type of thing where you really immerse yourself in the game. So I think that that's spot on, too. If you're going to have quests, you want them to be immersed. You want to you want to feel attached to the to the characters. You want to be immersed in the story. Very good, man. Consistent activities for players, dude. Huge. That's a key one there because that wasn't in there before either. Uh, like you said before, we were just running around, flying by the seat of our pants, doing all of these faction missions and whatever. There was really no uh, story-driven content at all. There wasn't a lot of consistent activities. It was kind of like, kind of felt really scattered on the things you did. Perfect. And then celebrate progression dude like those are great all four i think are spot on and that's exactly what the all four of these the game desperately needed so they're, they're spot on here i agree you know the immersive part is so important to the pve crowd within this genre and that's yeah. something they i think they they really do uh need a lot of work on obviously considering there was no uh main story Line and and one of the big things, Bordy, that they've stated in this article is there will be a main storyline all the way to level sixty. Uh, so this Ooh, this is good. This is big, you know, uh, especially for those uh, PVE players. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, uh, I think that this is something obviously along with the addition to expeditions, uh, the already you know the systems that are already in place with the corrupted breaches. Um, you know, this leveling experience is starting to shape itself up, dude, between the, the you know, questing, uh, the, hopefully the, pr the, uh, progressive, uh, expedition system that, you know, at each, maybe like 25, 35, 45, you'll have a new expedition to run with new, uh, lore and, and purpose, or even more frequently than that, hopefully. And then you have the, you know, you, as you're running around to turn them, obviously the, uh, corrupted breaches fighting those back. Uh, it, it does start to shape itself out here. Uh, along obviously with the the missions that were already in place uh, on ha you know players having a decent amount to do while leveling and i think that's again fulfilling one of their pillars here um, yeah I so, think so here's a big thing for me and we talked a little bit i think last episode voiceover on all quests dude this is something that you know if you're in 2021 and you're producing a triple a title i think this is a, a given right You've got to have got to have it, dude. Yeah, I think so for sure. It adds a lot of flavor to the game. And again, I think adding voiceover and uh, improved dialogue also hits on that key pillar about uh, immersion. You know, it, it's whenever you actually hear the NPC talk and then they have it, they have their own voice and then they have better dialogue and it helps immerse yourself into the story and become attached to those to those characters within the story. And the voiceover most definitely, at least it helps me whenever I hear the NPC actually talking to me i love it man I, i'm really glad that they're doing this and i think that it's <laughs> i think that a lot of other people are going to be uh, happy with it too i agree i agree it's it's uh it's going to be great to to have some of these characters or hopefully learn about characters in new world and and for them to come to life dude i really hope that they voice some of the uh antagonists too like isabella yeah. and, and those characters that they've been hyping up hopefully they have you know they said cinematics. They they used that specifically in one of the uh, uh, breakdowns, dude. So I'm I'm excited to see more, uh, you know, cinematics in the game for sure. Yes, I think that adds a lot too, in in, in the way of immersion. Whenever you get those uh, cinematic cuts for certain certain areas or certain things you're doing, I, I really enjoy Raids, that as well. Yeah, dungeons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a great way to progress the story and to you know 
show off uh you know the lore and the characters in a tournament so uh hopefully there's yeah. more of that along the way all right man well if you guys uh you for the full write-up on the questing design and the and the pillars and, and all of that stuff go check out new world fans uh, we got an article over there and you can uh uh you know be informed on their uh vision because i think it's a good one i, I obviously uh you know, very excited about the game, and this just continues to make me more excited about uh, the leveling process inside of New World. All right, man. Yeah. So we have came to the end of come. Here we go again. <laughs> we have come to it's the end fine, of our episode. We have come to the end of our episode here. So why don't you go ahead and shout out the company of the week? Yeah, man. The company of the week this week is Midnight of Flame. This is a pretty unique company, man, and a, and a pretty cool, uh, a pretty cool group of people. Uh, this may be something that some of you out there are into. So, a Midnight of Flame. They are a Christian and family friendly oriented company. So, if you want a family friendly and uh, Christian based company, here you go. Midnight of Flame. Midnight of Flame is an active and spirited company filled with members who are eagerly waiting to crash upon the shores of Eternum. Uh, come join us as we pick wildflowers, <laughs> slay timber, hey, and water the vegetation with the blood of our enemies yo that got dark real yeah, quick yeah dude. what happened to picking <laughs> flowers man i was like <laughs> christian whoa, based dude. flower picking whoa, i was like all dude. right and then all of a sudden like we're murdered and i was like oh <laughs> water the vegetation with the blood of our enemies all right hey man so they, it's, yo, who knows yeah, dude maybe that is better yeah. than water bl- bl- putting blood on plants maybe. we've never tried it yet maybe fertilizer do you dude. remember in so, science uh, sorry i'm i'm, I'm interrupting no, no, no. Go science ahead, class man. did you ever do those studies where it's like what works better plants and, and then we did like milk orange juice all these stupid things like coke yeah. and it's like and then the yeah. controls water and it's like well duh water is yeah. clearly the best but dude yeah, we didn't man, try man, blood man so science class we messed up dude maybe blood is the answer uh maybe so who knows man well, let us know in the comments below how does blood <laughs> work on plants? Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, took a weird turn. Yeah. All right, sorry, Midnight of Flame for the uh, for the interruption and your shout out there. My bad. So so no, so again, a, a Christian based, family friendly. They are North American company. Time zone is Pacific and Eastern. Uh, they're spread across the states. They say their faction is Syndicate or Covenant. It's to be determined at this point. Language is English. There is no age limits to join this company. Uh, they have uh, Voicecom Discord is encouraged always uh and required during wars they also have a a website uh which uh, will be linked obviously and their website looks dope dude i just clicked on it oh man it looks really really good dude Ah. dang man hey look at that bro they do have it they said they have a dope website so i clicked on it and it is a dope website so yo if you're interested in joining i'll make sure to link all of that in the descriptions of the podcast and on the youtube channel all of their their descriptions will be below uh, so make sure you uh, click the link and check them out if you're interested in joining joining uh, the company. The uh, well, I, I got off of their company page because I clicked on their website, the Midnight of Flame Company. There you go. All right, and thank you to Midnight of Flame for promoting your company on New World Fans. We really appreciate that. Uh, if you guys are interested, you head over to New World Fans and click on their link, dude, and, and look at their dope website with their cool looking uh, emblem. Man, yo. Uh, uh, you know, people are, are, dude, I, I love when guilds get together and, and are hyper organized and have all this cool, you know, all the uh, website and, and discord and all that stuff, uh, dude, um, good, good on them. And I, I'm excited to see people hyped up for new world, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right yeah. guys. Well, again, thank you so much, uh, for joining us on this episode. Uh, again, thank you for 500 on YouTube. 
we're very very grateful for you guys continuing audience uh for the podcast and uh, the support we get on a daily basis and uh Bordy, anything else to add here as we're closing down no i don't think so man all right guys well again thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in another episode episode 61 of new world to go